Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Underground. I'm your host, Frank Salvato. A breakthrough for Germany's far right. Its triumph, a signal for the continent. Right wing populism is alive and well in Europe. White supremacist and other forms of right-wing violence are currently the deadliest active domestic extremist movements in the U.S. In New York today, heavily armed police officers stood watch outside a mosque, even though U.S. law enforcement officials are not aware of any imminent threat. What investigators have seen is a steady rise in right-wing extremism. For getting on decades, I have been pointing out that the idea of a political left and a political right is disingenuous. Additionally, this false narrative has been advanced by political opportunists whose goal is in the systematic manipulation of the electorate. And this fraud is perpetrated by the political class around the world. Here in the United States, we accept that the Democrats and progressives a very misidentifying word for what that political faction really is, fascist, are on the left, libertarians in the middle, and conservatives on the right. The same is said for other political schemes around the world. In some locales, the people have ignored the facts of history and have accepted the redefinition of political positions. In Dresden, Germany, the leftist political class is desperately trying to label neo-Nazi anarchists and fascists as far-right. That thought should be negated by history as the Nazis, popularly led by Adolf Hitler, were socialists. Nazi is an acronym identifying members of the National Socialist German Workers' Party. In Sweden, the Sweden Democrats are seeing a surge in popularity. 
While the socialist government of Sweden labels this group far-right, the actions of this group scream fascist. This group is rising in popularity due to policies that see the cessation of flying the rainbow flag over the once-a-year celebration of Stockholm's Gay Pride Festival, the cessation of purchasing provocative and challenging public art, and the banning of children from wearing Islamic headdresses. The banning of art, free speech, and religious freedom is the stuff of fascists, not conservatives. The fact of the matter is this. If we are to look at politics as an ideological straight line, then there would be absolutely no government on the right and total government on the left. In the United States, both parties, with the exception of the progressive faction that has hijacked a segment of the Democrat Party, exist in the political middle. This excellent video, Democracy versus a Republic, explains this reality in detail. Here's a clip. It's helpful to address the confusion that has been spread about the political spectrum. Many have been led to believe that the political spectrum places groups such as communists on the far left, fascists or dictators on the far right, and political moderates or centrists in the middle. However, a more accurate political spectrum will show government having zero power on the far right to having 100% power on the far left. At the extreme right, there is no government. The extreme left features total government under such labels as communism, socialism, Nazism, fascism, princes, potentates, dictators, kings, any form of total government. Those who claim that Nazis and fascists are right-wing never define their terms. This amounts to spreading confusion. Toward the middle of the political spectrum can be found the type of government limited to its proper role of protecting the rights of the people. That's where the Constitution of the United States is. Those who advocate such a form of government are really constitutional moderates. The video goes on to explain the different types of government and the realities each bring to the world and why the Republican, as in Republic, form of government is superior to all others, especially democracy, which is simply an elevated term for mob rule, which our framers warned us against. Since its arrival on the shores of the United States at the turn of the 20th century, progressivism has sought to capture oligarchic control of our country by co-opting the mainstream media complex and the education system. With the institution of political correctness, which is a shadow set of laws meant to marginalize the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, and the advent of the Internet and social media, the progressives are in the driver's seat, incrementally nudging our country to the left toward total government at every turn. We live in a very deceptive age, especially where politics is concerned. The political opportunists of the progressive movement reinvent the meanings of words, change organizational titles, and falsely label their foes at every turn. A great example of this comes in the renaming of the eugenics-based organization the American Birth Control League to Planned Parenthood, the former being more honest than the latter. When we consider any person or group that the usual suspect political opportunists seek to label, we should always look at two things. One, the actions of the person or entity being labeled, and two, what threat that person or entity possesses to the political elite. It is there we will all find the truth behind any political demonization. 
We'll be right back with my segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce right after this. This podcast segment has been brought to you by the Emerald Coast Tea Company, makers of all-natural, handcrafted, exotic blend teas. When it comes to tea, no matter what your preference, the Emerald Coast Tea Company has a tea or tea blend just for you. Order yours today at emeraldcoastteacompany.com. This is an NMJ segment rebroadcast of the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, syndicated by the GCN Live Satellite System on the Westwood One Radio Network out of the Salem Broadcasting Network flagship station WGUL AM860 in Tampa, Florida. AM930, The Answer, online at theanswersarasota.com. This is the Captain's America Third Watch, coming to you live from Tampa. Call in now and talk to Captain Matt toll-free, 877-969-8600. He's on the air, taking on enemies foreign and domestic, and uniting Americans to the cause of liberty. We will rally the world to this cause by our efforts, by our courage. We will not tire, we will not falter, and we will not fail. Good morning, America. Hello, world, and welcome to the Monday morning edition of the Captain's America Third Watch. I'm the Captain Matt Bruce as I broadcast live from my flagship station, AM860, The Answer in Tampa, Florida, my Moss Nissan studio, to great radio stations all across America, as well as in the Caribbean and around the world, too, via the Internet. And a special shout-out goes to our military men and women listening to us right now all across the country and around the world, too, via the satellite. Now to our first responders, our EMTs, firefighters, police, hospital and ER room workers, our 911 dispatchers, the Border Patrol, security officers, and the U.S. Coast Guard, too. Thank you for keeping us free and safe. And to everybody working on the third watch, the truckers, the warehouse, the factory workers, the butchers, the bakers, the maintenance, janitorial workers, the mechanics keeping things running, the construction workers, the bulk mail centers, and the Uber, Lyft, taxi, and bus drivers, too. Thanks for what you do to keep america rolling along don't forget to check out the captain's america third watch.com website that's the captain's america third watch.com website for more information all right frank Silvato, managing editor of the new media journal is with us good morning frank good morning mr captain time to say the pledge are you ready Let's do it. I pledge allegiance, I pledge allegiance to, the to the flag of the, of the United, United States, States of America, America and, and to the republic for which it stands, one, one nation under God, God indivisible, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And we emphasize the two words under God because our great country was founded on Judeo-Christian values. And we won't let you forget that. Now, Mr. Frank, we had a lot of conversations going on uh, over the weekend, the Talking Head shows on Sunday and all that stuff. And uh, we had a rally with AOC and Bernie at it. 
it. I'm going to tell you what was said there. You won't believe it. Well, maybe you will. But in the meantime, this whistleblower thing, the whistleblower through his attorneys has come forward and said that uh, he's willing to testify publicly and uh, give them their answers that they need. And, of course, uh, the president has urged the media to name the whistleblower. So where are we going with all of this? Well, his attorney said that he would come forward and do it in writing. He wouldn't do it publicly. We want him to do it publicly. Anybody who's who's going to settle to justice wants him to do it publicly, because uh, having a group think response that can be vetted in writing, when you when you can have a room full of attorneys and and spin doctors and everything else to, to prepare answers in writing. Um, you know, that's that's not subpoenaing somebody. That's that's asking someone to spin an answer that will give you a non-answer. So, um, you know, we don't. That, that's not good enough. If somebody is going to file a, a complaint on secondhand hearsay, and and the Democrats are going to take it as as Moses coming down from the mountain with stone tablets, then this person has to come under scrutiny where he alone makes his or she. Uh, gives the answers to what they do, um, you know. So where are we going with it? Well, I, I hope the Republicans reject it and and demand uh, that this person be subpoenaed if he doesn't freely come. This is the danger of of what those the rules were, the resolution that was passed last week, where the the committee chairs can turn down the subpoenas uh, request from the Republicans. This is why it was so incredibly important the Republicans had subpoena power going forward. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what that is. Okay. <laughs> okay, there we go. There's something that came in out of the mystery blue here. All right, well, um, I want to talk a little bit about Elon Omar and uh, her and Bernie. Now, they, uh, they had, uh, Bernie Sanders, they had a rally at the Williams Arena in Minneapolis. Uh, roughly uh, 2,500 to 3,000 people were being told there was somebody saying 10,000, but the arena doesn't hold that many, number one. Uh, number two, uh, they were some of the people in there were chanting, lock him up, and some other people were shouting, Green New Deal, Green New Deal, as Omar got up there and said and encouraged the people, the workers of the United States, encouraged the people to rally against this president and to rally against Western imperialism. Wow, the Western imperialism, that, that sounds like a communist talking. That is a communist you know. talking. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's that's the stuff of, of rallies in, in Tehran and, 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 and Moscow circa the Soviet Union era. Um, you know, two thousand, three thousand people. Let's let's measure that to what uh, to what Trump had. Yeah, with, with people people flooding out of the arena into the streets. If this is the number that they have in a in in a in a home district in a core base, that's that should be frightening to them. That only two thousand to three thousand people showed up. That's that's not even a rally for a for a mayoral race. Yeah, and she also defended her vote, uh, where she voted president on uh, president on the genocide uh, uh, thing about uh, in Africa there, um, and she defended. I don't know how she can defend herself on that, but she did. No, I mean this is when you when you're talking about the mentality of the far left in this country. There's there's no inclusion, there's no diversity, there's no tolerance. The things that they they claim to run on, they are narcissistic in in their base. 
uh, they, they are self-serving politically, and uh, you know this is it's it's like talking to people in in Nicaragua. You know, it's it's like talking to the political class in Nicaragua. There's almost no difference. You know, voting present on a genocide measure. What the hell is wrong with her? Uh, that's a good question, but then again, we'll never know the answer to that. Now, will we? No, we won't. And then this is one of the reasons, and this is a larger picture thing, a 30,000-foot picture thing, but this is why every single piece of legislation that goes before the House or the Senate should be standalone, standalone pieces of legislation, that, because her response to that w- would have been unbelievable. Now she's got plausible deniability to say that there was a writer on this bill that wasn't acceptable to her. Yep. Okay, folks, we'll be right back with more with Frank Silvato, the managing editor of the New Media Journal. And oh, by the way, Mr. Yang, Democratic candidate who's not yet qualified for the next debate, is emphasizing that impeachment could harm the Dems. You think? Hey, Kevin Jackson here. You're listening to the Captains of America Third Watch. Hi, this is Mike Gallagher. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Yeah, you are. By the way, this portion of the program brought to you by Moss Nissan. There's a brand new Moss Nissan dealership and Moss Acura dealership, too, in North Tampa at 11001 North Florida Avenue in Tampa. Stop by, see what they're all about. And by the way, that goes along with the Moss Nissan dealerships at 19 and 54 in Newport Ritchie, the one on U.S. 19 in Crystal River, and the Moss Wholesale to the Public, which is located in uh, Homosassa Springs. Now, only Moss Nissan offers the You Serve, You Save program for veterans, active duty military, and first responders with preferred pricing on all new and used vehicles. And there just is no better program for all those who serve. So take advantage and tell your friends, too. Moss Nissan, where if you tell them the captain sent you, that'll get you another $500 off the deal that you get. Moss Nissan, North Tampa, 11001 North Florida. Moss Nissan 19 and 54 Newport Ritchie, Moss Nissan US 19 Crystal River, and the all new Moss Acura 11001 North Florida Avenue. Check them out. All righty. Let's drift on right over here now back to Frank Silvato, managing editor of the New Media Journal. Hello, Frank. Mr. Captain. Um, before we get into AOC and something stupid she said, um, we've we've got yeah we've got Pete Buttigieg and Elizabeth Warren uh, who are going at it really hot and heavy in Iowa right now. By the way, Joe Biden in the polls in Iowa is now number four. Well, you know, Joe's got some problems. So when when people who work for a living find out that you've been greasing the skids for your kid that have million dollar deals in industries where they have little expertise, they tend to get their nose out of joint. They don't like that in Iowa. No, they don't. And then, so that's that's going to sink him in Iowa. He better start focusing on New Hampshire. Other otherwise, he he's got issues. Wait a minute, that's New Hampshire. No, I'm, no, shot. I'm, shot. I'm, shot. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. You can't believe it. Uh, but anyway, George Soros, we found something out here 
Um, George Soros has uh, spent some, his group has spent some $72 million on lobbying since President Trump was elected. Now, where would you think the majority of his money, what state would you think the majority of his money went to? Well, it's a, that would be interesting, but uh, the mover and the shaker stuff would indicate California and New York, but that's not Soros doesn't always follow that that line of thinking. North Virginia, Virginia in particular, and the northern part of Virginia, Halifax, and Arlington counties. Yeah, he's looking for he's looking for people who can skew a vote uh, mm-hmm. up close to the up close to the Beltway, mm-hmm. and Virginia is, is a it's a state that's in play these days. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it's you know he's 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 always looking for the outside of the box way of thinking about how to affect an election. That's why he came up with the Secretary of State scheme, trying to get all of the Secretary of States in in every state to go blue. So because they're usually the people that that oversee the votes in each state, you know. So this he's an admirable, he's an admirable foe. You know, we, you you can hate the guy as much as you want, but the guy's sharp, and the people around him know how to manipulate things. So, you know, that's the one reason why we've been screaming about him since you and I started talking. Now, we started to talk a little bit about uh, Bernie Sanders and uh, Elon Omar. They had this big rally up there in uh, 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 Minnesota in the Williams Arena, and, uh, of course, they were talking about somebody said they had 10,000 people. Well, that's a problem because the arena only holds about 3,000, uh, number one. Uh, and number two, that being said, uh, Omar uh, tried to incite uh, the workers of this country to rise up against the Western imperialism. But Bernie, just to be Bernie, says that, well, my Medicare is far more progressive than anyone else's, and it will implement universal health care for all, and we'll get insurance, we'll get I'm sorry. We'll get uh, the government will take over and we will be able to uh, control the uh, uh, drug industries. And, oh, man, he just went on and on and on. Well, you know, and, and this is a fundamental fact. When when government power grows, freedom diminishes. Yep. There, there's no way around that. So if we are supposed to be the land of the free and the beacon of hope for people around the world, you necessarily have to have a government apparatus that is restrained so that freedom can actually flourish. When you look at the platforms of all of the Democrats, everything they do is a government solution, which means that freedom declines. Um, you know, This is one of the dangers that we're not teaching our kids in school because the progressives have control of the education system from, from kindergarten all the way through, through your doctoral uh, years, you know, we're not teaching him the evils of socialism. Everybody wants to teach kumbaya, but kumbaya usually ends up like the Khmer Rouge. Yeah. By the way, uh, did you get your daylight savings pay? <laughs> Hell yeah! Wait to see that on the check. Aok, Aok, <laughs> old uh, Aok herself. <laughs> Yesterday. Reminded everybody that was on shift work, make sure you get your daylight savings pay. Yeah, I wonder if AOC is going to make sure to tell everybody to prepare for you. Prepare for your standard your standard time dock because you lose an hour. We're going to take it. We're going to take an hour away from your pay. You know, she she has no concept of economics. It's it's insane. No, and you know, go ahead. No, I just, it's, yeah, she's the gift that keeps on giving. 
You know, I, I mean, these off-the-cuff statements, her handlers have to just put their palms in their foreheads and shake their heads every time she goes off script. Now, California, again, the governor, today is their big meeting with PG&E and other government agencies that uh, regulate PG&E and whatnot. The state of California is threatened to take over PG&E if there's no solid plan in front of them to try to do something about helping with these fires. But to that, I say, you have to go back to Gray Davis, who was the first one who stopped the fire mitigation, which is something that everybody in the fire service knows about, because you have to get rid of the fuel in the forest and in these fields, the brush and whatnot, that's there, that if a fire gets started, it's like dumping gasoline onto a fire, especially a wildfire. Yeah, unless you want to live at the mercy of Mother Nature, and Mother Nature cleanses herself by having giant wildfires. Correct. When you when you decide that you want to build build homes and 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 put population centers close to these types of of, of fields, then that's what you're going to get. Otherwise, you you've got to go in there and maintain these things so that you you make them safer. Nothing's ever going to stop these things, but you you can you can hedge your bets. You know, as far as the as far as the the PG and E thing with California taking it over, you want a bunch of people who can, who are who are almost a trillion dollars in debt to take over your utility for power. You'll be living in the Stone Ages. Well, this is this is exactly the, the the thing that somebody in Venezuela would do: nationalize the power company. But they can't do it anyway because PG and E is in bankruptcy, and they're they are afforded certain protection when they're under bankruptcy. And one of them is uh, not to have somebody come and try a hostile takeover or anything else financially. No, and and this is where this is where this is a great economic lesson. Let's look at why PG&E went into bankruptcy. And I'm going to bet that a large portion of that happens to do with the regulations that California put onto it. And the liability of the insurance with everybody and their uncle suing them for every last dime, nickel, and penny that they lost in the last series of fires. You know, we, we live in a litigation-happy society, and that litigation, that people are always looking for something for someone else to blame. We live in a victimhood mentality that is sue-happy. You know, if you build a house in the middle of the forest where there's normally wildfires that happen from time to time, you need to be prepared to lose your house. Or you, you, you spend the money to put a protection system in there that gets you a water dome. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you don't say we're going to sue the electric company because. Now, you know, that, that's just selfish. Now, Nancy Pelosi is saying that President Trump should be scared. But based on what we know that's being investigated by Mr. Durham and Attorney General Barr, I would think people like, oh, gosh, Hillary Clinton, John Brennan, James Clapper, James Comey, uh, certainly Barack Obama, Susan Rice and their crew. I think they ought to be a little scared. No, it's what's being what people are what's finally happening under Durham's reign is people are being called to task for what they have done. 
So yeah, if I were going to be nervous and sweating, those that list of of people should be nervous and sweating. But Nancy Pelosi is doing what a good progressive does. She's telegraphing what's happening to her onto someone else. Yeah, you know this this impeachment thing is backfiring, and it's it's going to cost her the speakership come twenty twenty. Yep, and the Democrats the House. We will talk to you on Friday, my friend. All right, Frank Salvato, managing editor of the New Media Journal. Don't forget, you can also check him out, the Underground USA podcast, all that available by going to Facebook. And I'll be right back with more on the Captain's America Third Watch. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch. This podcast segment is brought to you by Broussard's Bayou Grill of Navarre Beach, where the bayou meets the beach. Relax with your friends and family in their Surfside restaurant or listen to live music on the outside deck while enjoying their weekly drink specials and a full menu of tasty delights. Broussard's Bayou Grill of Navarre Beach, located at 8649 Gulf Boulevard in Navarre. For more information, log on to www.broussardsbayougrill.com. That's B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D-S bayougrill.com or call 850-396-6098. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe to our podcast, like us, and share us with your friends. The Underground USA podcasts can be heard on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, and accessed through the Himalaya podcast app for all your smart devices. This podcast is a production of Underground USA, accessible at undergroundusa.com.